0: to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Ooh, and actually quick little side tangent. I want to make sure you're in the loop that there is an email list that you got to be on. And what's cool about the email list is you get free stuff. Like I just sent out the get unstuck Mini series, which is a three-part video series where I have like a giant easel and a sharpie, and I'm mapping things out. We're talking about like laying the foundation of confidence, creating an environment that serves you, and taking action. And for all of the existing email list members, they already got sent this unstuck mini series, and the feedback has been incredible. And people are saying that it's really impactful, and I'm getting tags on Instagram of like tons of notes that people are taking. So. I don't want you to be like out of the loop. You need to jump on it. Go to kashavitschill.com slash subscribe or just check the show notes. Um, and that's how you actually get on it. And I'm just going to be really more intentional about sending out video content because I love podcasting because like you and I can just chat here when you're going to Trader Joe's cruising on the freeway. But I also know sometimes it's helpful to have a video component too. So just keeping you in the loop on that. Now, let's dive in. All right, girl, buckle up because we have a juicy topic today. We're talking about imposter syndrome. So maybe you are someone who's heard of that term, but you're not quite sure what it is. Maybe you're really well versed in it. Or maybe you're like, uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> so let me just set the stage here. First, I'm going to define it. And then we're going to break down five steps to navigate it. If you're feeling it or if someone close to you is so that you can help support her. So if you're not familiar with the term imposter syndrome, It's basically the experience of feeling like a phony or a fraud. It's that whole, like, who does she think she is? But often you're saying it in your own head to yourself. So you say things like, who do I think I am? I can't do this. Why am I going for this? It's that weird sense that you have that like any moment you're going to be quote unquote found out or exposed to everybody. Everyone's going to know that you're not qualified or smart enough or good enough. You feel like you don't belong where you are. And sometimes when you're feeling this imposter syndrome, you decide that you only got your accomplishment or to the place that you're at in your life through luck. You literally write it off that you got lucky despite the fact that you have a crap ton of skill and you backed it up with a lot of effort and hard work. But when you're in this imposter syndrome mindset, you forget to give yourself credit for what got you here and why you are the reason that you're successful. And sometimes it manifests into something even bigger where you don't even feel like you're worthy of success at all or of being in that room or at that table or with that job title or on that stage with that book, with that income, with that blog, with that podcast, whatever it may be. And it's so interesting because almost everyone struggles with imposter syndrome, myself included, in some way at some stage in their life or in certain situations. But it manifests in totally different ways. But it always holds us back. So it's a really important topic. And since this podcast is all about taking purpose-driven action, you know, we've got a deep dive into some tangible, juicy tips of how to navigate it. If you're feeling it, or if you have someone in your life that's struggling with this, then you can know how to help support her, or you could even send this episode her way. So before we dive into the five tips, quick plug, I'm going to be sharing a ton more resources on our email list, our weekly email list, random little like Add value tips and book recommendations and stuff like that. So if you're not on it, go to ww.caciafitzgerald.com slash subscribe or check the show notes. Lots of juicy stuff coming. I just want to make sure that I'm keeping you in the loop of all the things. All right, let's dive in to a few tips around combating imposter syndrome. Step number one. I think it's important to just acknowledge that imposter syndrome is a thing that most people struggle with from time to time. But If we catch it because we're paying attention, we can actually do something about it because think about it. It's so hard to work on something that you haven't identified as a problem or that you can't see. So the first step has got to be catching the thoughts that we might be thinking if we're experiencing imposter syndrome. So a couple of examples that I thought of are sometimes someone who's experiencing this imposter syndrome might say, you know, my boss has no idea that I'm not even qualified to do this project. Maybe you're saying that out loud, but you're most likely saying that in your head or say someone gives you a compliment and you respond, oh, I just got lucky that that worked out. I'm lucky that that project went the way that it did. Like, phew, that was a close one. It's like you don't feel worthy of taking a freaking compliment because you worked hard because you feel like an imposter that you're not worthy of your success. Or even as a mom, for example, someone could say to you, your parenting is exceptional. You're just like freaking crushed in the mom game. And you might say, oh, I'm a hot mess. Rather than saying, thank you so much. I'm trying my best. I appreciate you saying something because you feel like an imposter as a mom. Or maybe something is even more like measurable that you can see. Like you don't feel worthy enough because you feel like an imposter to ask for the raise that you deserve or to, you know, ask for the promotion, or you feel like you've got to work so freaking hard in order to, you know, be worthy of anything. And so it's really interesting. There's actually a book that's written by an author named Valerie Young, and she's done a Ted talk too. It's called the secret thoughts of successful women. And what it really does is it kind of talks about patterns in people who experience these imposter feelings. And I want to give you the five different types of imposter, just because I think it's really interesting. Um, So you'll identify with one of these more than the other. So here's the five. Number one, perfectionists. These are the people that set extremely high expectations for themselves. And even if they meet like 98% of their goals, they still feel like failures, which is so interesting. Like even tiny little mistakes have them question their own competence and like ability. Those are the perfectionists. Number two is the experts. Those are the people that feel like at this stage in their life or with this title or wherever they're at in their life, that they need to know every single piece of information before they start a project. And they're constantly looking for like new certifications or trainings to improve their skills and feel credible. And they're really afraid of looking stupid by asking a question in a meeting. So often they won't raise their hand. These are the experts because they want to seem like they know it all, right? Number three, these are what she calls the natural genius, And this is interesting too. These are the people that because they're really used to skills coming easily to them for everything that they've done up, you know, up this far in their life, when they do have to put a lot of effort into something, it's like their brains are telling them that that's proof because they have to put effort in that they're an imposter or they're not qualified. So those are the natural geniuses is what she calls them. The fourth type is the soloists. And these are the people that feel like they have to accomplish tasks on their own. And they decide that if they need to ask for help, then they like they're a failure or they're a fraud because it's like, oh, you can't do it on your own. You have to ask for help. Those are the stories that those people are telling themselves. And the last one, number five, is like the superwoman or the superman. And these are the people who push themselves to work harder than those around them to prove that they're not imposters. They feel like they have to be successful in every single aspect of their life. And they often feel stressed when they're not accomplishing something because they're really tying their accomplishments to their worth. Right. So those are five different types of those imposter feelings. Of course, you can like read her book or you can just go listen to the TED talk, but that's the basic gist of it. And the reason why I wanted to share those is because you might identify with one of those types, which just proves the point that everybody struggles with this from time to time. And I want to just loop you into my next four tips, but also it's just acknowledging that it's a thing that most people I would dare say almost all people struggle with from time to time, but we can catch those thoughts or we can identify those patterns simply if we acknowledge it's a real thing and we pay attention. Okay. So that's tip number one. Number two, we've got to separate feelings from fact. So we got to flip that script. Sometimes I think we can get really caught up in how we're feeling emotionally, but separating out our feelings to come up with a statement that serves us better is really powerful. So what's an example? Let's see, um, you're starting a new business or a job and you're thinking, I have no idea what I'm doing. People are never going to want to do this with me. Say it's a business, you're having people join or, or you're in a new job. People are going to find out that I'm so not qualified. Instead of saying that statement, which is very emotionally charged and just not factual, what about if we said a statement that actually serves us? If we flipped the script, for example, you're new to a business, you're new to a job, you're new to a role, you're new, you know, this is a new career path for you, whatever it may be. What about if instead you said a fact, everybody, and this is a fact, everybody that is new at something has to figure it out. This is normal, but I've learned that in the past I figured things out so I can navigate this too. It's just going to take me some effort. Fact, it's not like a supercharged statement, but it's a fact. And if you're really struggling with like flipping the script of this imposter syndrome, like these things that you're telling yourself of why you can't do something, call in someone that you love to help you come up with another statement that serves you better. It doesn't have to be like, I'm Beyonce and I run the world, but it can just be an upgraded thought, right? Which is like, hey, I'm new. So of course I'm going to struggle a little bit, but I've navigated things in the past. I can do this. And of course, if you really need help flipping it and you don't have someone in your life that can help you, please shoot me a DM on Instagram. It's Keisha, K-A-C-I-A dot Fitzgerald. And honestly, if we're not connected on Instagram already, we should totally be connected. So come on over and say hi. Um, but I want to help you if I can. Okay. To recap, step number one, acknowledge it's a thing that most people struggle with from time to time, but if we catch it, we can do something about it. Number two, separate the feelings from the facts so you can flip that script. And number three. Commit to working on being more you each day and showing up more to life like yourself. So I understand that that sounds a little bit fluffy, but I think it's really impactful if we can just like breathe and release the idea that it's going to feel good for you to do what everyone else is doing. Because girl, it's not, it's not going to feel good to you to always do it the way that everyone else is doing because you're a different person and you don't need to act like how you think you quote unquote should act. Your differences, your quirks, your perspective, your unique outlook, that matters. And I know that you know this, but sometimes it's helpful to have a random girlfriend like me just giving you a reminder. The question, how can I act like me more in my day to day life? That is a really important question, right? How can you act more like you do with your besties, like when you're just being really weird, like with your very best friend or with your sister or with whoever it is that you feel really close to, your significant other? And of course, I'll say that with a disclaimer. I get it. I used to work in IT with like predominantly males. So... I'm not going to act like a like drunk, like crazy squirrel human in a boardroom meeting. I get it. But I do think that you can acknowledge that there are moments in your life where you can release this perfect lens that you have and drop the crazy high standards that you're always going to get it right and know what to do and be perfect because that struggle is going to keep holding you back. So yes, have high standards for yourself, but maybe part of those standards include how much you make showing up as you part of your standards. You feel me? Yeah. Eh? Okay. Number three. All right. Internal recap. Number one, acknowledge that it's a thing that most people struggle with from time to time. Number two, separate feelings from facts so that you can flip the script. Number three, commit to working on just being you more and more each day. And two more. I hope you're ready and you're nodding your head, like in your car, you're cruising on the freeway on your commute to work and you're like, yes, case, this is my jam. This is juicy. Give me a pen. I'm taking notes. Okay. I'm not going to wait for you to say anything because obviously you can't and dead air is awkward. So I'm going to keep going. Number four, stop avoiding the hard stuff that will actually move the needle forward and build up your confidence. Girl, what's interesting, and I'm not saying that you're doing this and I haven't done this because I've definitely done this, but when you decide that you feel like you don't belong or that you don't deserve it or that you're not qualified or you're in this imposter state, you do this weird thing. You back off, you let your foot off the gas if you're building a business, I see this all the time with people that are building online businesses. It's like you start building your business, like you're a 15 year old with your learner's permit, driving a stick shift car up a hill in like a downtown major metropolitan city. And that's just awkward for everyone. It's like back and forth, stop and go. And you're killing your confidence and your clutch. But for real, even if you're feeling this imposter syndrome, I'm not saying ignore your feelings. I would never tell you to just like push them under the rug. I mean, step one is literally acknowledge that this is a real thing. I would just encourage you to stop avoiding the things that are actually going to move you forward. Those tiny little things that are easy to do, but also easy not to do, are crucial because building up consistency of habits of doing those tiny things gives you momentum, gets it at your back. And if you stop getting momentum of those tiny little small wins, those are literally confidence deposits in your confidence bucket. And what happens when you don't have deposits, you start to deplete that confidence because you're still your, telling yourself these crazy stories. This happens in your career, if you're an online entrepreneur, if you're an entrepreneur in general, in your relationships, whatever, because then it just spirals. Your head starts saying, you're not even doing the things that you need to be doing. See, I told you that you suck. You're an imposter. You don't belong. And then your brain, it gets all up in this game too. And it starts to look for all of the reasons that you don't belong and you aren't qualified. And girl, that is scary. And it's really unproductive and it's not gonna get you where you wanna go and you don't deserve that. So you've gotta push through. That doesn't mean you have to make massive waves when you're like doubting yourself, but inaction breeds fear and all sorts of nasty emotions like imposter syndrome. So taking action, even just one or two things to keep moving forward when you're doubting yourself is gonna be so impactful. That start and stop, that's really tough and it will kill your momentum. And finally, number five, this is really important. We've got to talk about this. There's a term in psychology called pluralistic ignorance. What it basically means is that we each doubt ourselves privately and we think we're alone in that feeling because nobody's talking about it, right? Like if you're not talking about feeling like an imposter to your friends or to your family members or like following people on social media that talk about this or listening to podcasts, how are you going to know that you're not alone? And it's actually really interesting, like side tangent. I've read a lot about people that have achieved a ton in their careers or in their lives, and they experience this feeling too. Some of the most successful athletes, CEOs, artists, authors, they feel this inadequacy. Like they think that they're a failure sometimes, despite the evidence that indicates they're extremely skilled because they've spent so much time mastering their skill and they've consistently put in hard work and effort and they've seen success from that, but they don't feel like they're worthy because that imposter syndrome is getting to them too. So basically I just felt like I needed tip number five to encourage you to talk to someone that you respect and love when you're feeling this feeling because it's normal, but other people need to know that it's normal too. And you can be that catalyst for change for them, for them to know that they're not alone. So don't keep it to yourself and shove it down. We have to have more open conversations in our society about feelings like this that are totally normal so that people don't feel alone. We cannot have people feeling alone in our society. I know that you know where I'm going with this, but it's scary if people feel alone. They do crazy things that they would otherwise not do. So we've got to help people feel more connected. So we've got to have more conversations around this. All right. You in? I'm going to pretend that you said yes because we're not actually sitting across from each other at a coffee shop like I always picture, and you're probably driving to work, and you're like, yes, Keish, I'm with you. So to recap, because I like to say what I'm going to say, say what I said, and then say what I said again. Okay. Step number one, acknowledge that it's a thing that most people struggle with, but if we catch it because we're paying attention, we can do something about it. Step number two, don't forget to separate those feelings from the facts so that you can flip the script to something that's going to serve you. Call in a friend if you need to. If you don't have a friend who gets this, DM me on Instagram. I got you. We're in this together. Number three, commit to working on being more you every single day and showing up to life more as yourself. Number four, stop avoiding the hard stuff because those tiny little things that are easy to do and also easy not to do, those help you build confidence and they actually move the needle forward. So don't just throw in the towel and quit. Just try and do something to keep building that confidence. And number five, talk about it. We need you to talk about it. It's so important to have these conversations in our culture. And remember, girl, you know, if you're working hard, if you're trying to grow, you're trying to evolve, you're trying to push yourself. I mean, let's just like call it how it is. Give yourself some serious love for listening to this podcast about imposter syndrome because you're willing to learn because you want to get better. So someone could say you got lucky. You could say you got lucky, but let's be real. You know, you worked hard. You know what you're going through. You know that you're showing up every single day when sometimes you still doubt yourself or someone doesn't get it. You deserve success. You are worthy. And it's crazy to think this, but girl, you are just scratching the surface on your potential. Like we are just warming up. Regardless of where you're at in your life, you're literally just warming up. So girl, let's do this. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share it with your girlfriends or better yet, post it on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here, still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.